Welcome to Fluent and Bravo. I'm your host and Bravo superfan, Angela Carlson. Join me every week to recap various shows from the Bravoverse and deep dives into pop culture and entertainment news. Now let's get to it. Well, hello again. And we are back with a VPR recap, season 11, episode five. But before we get into that, I did have a few housekeeping notes. The first is that it is official. We are Facebook group official. Fluent in Bravo is now a group on Facebook. Just send me a request. I will approve you. And there's about 30 of you that listen to this podcast. So I will just automatically approve you knowing that you listen. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I just thought having a group would be just a great place to A, give me feedback about obviously the shows that we're watching on Bravo or Netflix. Currently, I'm watching Love is Blind. Wow, what a hot shit show that is. It's amazing, but it's amazing. I'm on episode two and I am obsessed. They still have Nick and Vanessa hosting it for God knows why, but they're in it for two seconds and then the rest is history. It's so, so good. No one is likable this season. And that is what we want. The girls are. Some of the girls are. But the boy, all the men are pieces of shit. And I am here for it. And yes, they're all, they're all their hearts are getting broken. But they'll get over it. And they'll get a social media following out of it. And life will, life will go on. But I just wanted to create a group. Uh, obviously, a safe place for us to all talk about, you know, all the things pop culture related, Bravo related, other th- sister wives. You know, I love my sister wives gossip. So it's just a great place for us, for like-minded people that love trash TV to hang out, discuss, talk. Um, So it is Fluent and Bravo on Facebook, the Facebook group. So there you go. Wanted to just promote that while we're there. Also on Tuesdays, I'm still recapping Real Housewives of Orange County season one. And just wow, Slade was the biggest piece of blank. I've already cussed a couple times on this podcast. I'm trying not to swear so much. It's hard. It's hard because my kids are at school right now and this is the only time I can record and mama likes to let loose on the curse words, but I just wanted to put that out there. We're Facebook official and Real Housewives of Orange County Recaps season one are every Tuesday on this podcast as well. Also check out my Instagram and TikTok. I I will be posting more on that shortly. I'm now a month into my new job, my new schedule. So I'm kind of trying to figure out the balance between this podcast, my actual work job where I make money and obviously home life. But now I, I do realize that the whole part of promoting anything in 2024 is you have to have a TikTok, you have to have an Instagram, and you got to post regularly. And I'm going to, I have all these ideas. And even when it's slow at work, I have this whole notebook I pull out at work and I write all my cool ideas I have to make reels on Instagram and TikTok. And I just need to get to it now. Also, my Instagram and TikTok is Fluent and Bravo. And before we get into the recap of this episode, which I thought this episode was really good. I'm still waiting for the Sheena and Schwartz kiss to be revealed because I'm like, I'm in my head. I've been watching Vanderpump from the beginning. When have Sheena and Schwartz been single at the same time? They haven't, which makes this even juicier. So, because I'm trying to think of when, because when Schwartz and Katie were together, which was pretty much the entirety of the show up until then Sheena and Brock were together. So I'm like, when did this kiss happen? Because either Tom was in a relationship with Katie when it happened or Sheena was in a relationship with uh, Shay or Brock or I don't think it was with Brock. I think it, this was pre-Brock. I don't know. This is just all speculation, but that's what I want to get to. I want to get past Scandival, which we all do. 
And I want to move into the Sheena and Schwartz kiss because that is intriguing. Intriguing. Plus, can you even imagine the two of them kissing? Shudder. Shudder. I do want to get into a little bit because I'm lazy and I didn't read too much into it. But Sandoval did respond to Ariana's lawsuit, it sounds like, where she wants to sell the house and just everything's 50-50 down the middle. It sounds like Sandoval finally responded in some court documents that were filed last Friday. So a week ago, once this podcast gets posted. Sandoval states that Maddox failed to state sufficient facts to co- to state a cause of action and that Maddox has failed to mitigate damages and she did not act reasonably and in good faith. Sandoval disagrees with Maddox's request for a partition by sale, which will result in the proceeds being evenly split between her and Sandoval. Basically, he's like, hey, lady, I put some money into this house and you didn't. And it's not fair if we sell the house and split everything 50-50 because you owe me money from that I loaned you to even buy your share of the house, as well as I made improvements like our home gym to the house. And that came all from me. Oh, what a mess. What a mess. This is why if you're going to buy a house, just get married. Because then at least, I don't know, I would assume it'd be easier to just split everything down the middle once you're married. But then again, they were together less than 10 years. But I don't know. They're in California. Things are different there. I live in Idaho. I think all the things are pretty much split 50-50 if you've been married X amount of years. I don't know. So that's all I know about that. There's lawsuits. There's responses. There's requests. There's statements being made. It's all a big, big mess. But let's finally get into VPR Season 11, Episode 5, Lake It or break it. The Peacock description of this episode is a chat between James and Sandoval threatens to rock the fragile piece the group has just formed. We open with James rapping with Graham Cracker in his car and taking him home to meet Allie. He's like, yo, 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 Graham, you're the man. You made it back to the can with me and Ali and the Southwest plane flying over the sky. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, his rap is way cuter than mine just was on the off the cuff katie and ariana are having issues with the permit i guess someone pooped on their patio uh that's the least of their issues because they're just like they're like the city is throwing us all this red tape every time we think that we're close to being open it's permits 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 spoiler alert something about her still is not open so there's that uh then they talk about the tahoe trip and not going and blah 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 blah. bye-bye bye-bye if you are if you guys are not going to Go to the Tahoe trip, which is fine. You're, we don't need you in this episode. This is all about the Tahoe trip. You guys are preventing us, the viewers, from moving on to the Tahoe trip. So bye-bye. James takes Graham home and Allie looks genuinely shocked. And she's obviously concerned about her cat, Mr. Banks. Also, she makes a really good point. She's like, dude, I have dealt with Raquel for the last year. And now I got to deal with her damn dog. Uh, I feel for Allie here. That would be hard to have a significant other who obviously has a huge attachment toward an animal and then be like, well, what am I supposed to do? If I say no, you can't have this dog, then I'm being a bitch. And if I say yes, then I'm traumatizing my cat and the piece of our house. But she comes around. Spoiler alert, she comes around. They named the dog Hippie. We are then with the Toms shopping at Hatchet Supply Company, where apparently they think Lake Tahoe means that they're going to be like lumberjacks in Alaska. I have no idea where they're even here. It's like Lake Tahoe. Isn't that like a beach environment? Isn't that like going to the lake where you wear shorts and a bathing suit and a top and flip flops? 
I don't know why they're here. Why are y'all here? Schwartz lets Tom know that his phone's going crazy because Raquel has officially changed back to her birth name of Rachel and that she's out of the mental health facility. And Sandoval's like, yeah, I know. I know. I That wasn't my place to say anything that she wanted to go back to Rachel. And I also know that she was out of the mental health facility because my text message went from, what is it, green to blue or blue to green? One of those. I don't know what any of that stuff means on text. If you text me and it's blue or green, I apologize. Or I don't know what that means. Maybe you blocked me at that point. I don't know. Sandoval then reveals he knew all of this news, and which I just said, and sent her a text that said, hey, I don't know if you're, spelled you are, out yet, but just wanted you, spelled you, to know I'm thinking of you, spelled you, and I hope you're, you are doing okay. And Rachel left no response, and I wouldn't either. That's just shitty grammar. That is just lazy, shitty grammar. You are over 40 years old, Sandoval. Why are you sending texts like you were a 16-year-old in high school? That is ridiculous. Spell the word out. Spell it out. They then talk about the upcoming trip and talk about jumping into Lake Tahoe, which, yes, that's the best part about a lake. You got to jump in. Sandoval then starts looking at knives and axes and pretends to throw one at Schwartz. Oh, my God. This guy just triggers me so much, but it's okay. The word trigger triggers me, too. So I, I know I overuse it and I apologize. Schwartz then, of course, wants Sandoval to just have some conversations with people and move on. Don't we all want that, Schwartz? We all want that because we want to hear about your kiss with Sheena. Next, we are at a shop called Cammy and Jack's with Sheena and Brock shopping for swimsuits. I thought this was going to be the most boring scene, and it turned out to be the most interesting scene of the episode because they're talking about their babysitter, Tori. That's not working out, I guess, because she had other commitments or something. And then it's back to Sheena being like, Summer Moon, my mom's going to be watching her. And you could just tell Brock doesn't like that. He's like, it's too much of your mom. I don't want your mom around all the time. Or I should say it's too much. It's Sheena. It's too much of your mom. Uh, I don't know. I do a really crappy Brock and a crappy James and a crappy Lisa. So I apologize. But he basically says, hey, we don't need your mom around. You're a capable mom. You, we could find our own babysitter that's not related to you. And the reason why, and this is when it gets really good. And this is when I think Sheena absolutely when they were doing their little you know bedroom talk like their little pillow talk chit chat stuff after sex this is when I think Sheena was like yeah I have mommy issues because my mom never made me feel like I was good enough because then Brock brings that up and Brock's like hey you are capable and the only reason why you don't think is you're capable is because your mom thinks that you're also not capable so then it like makes you feel insecure I was like all this drama came out and I was like yes and this was a legitimate fight because they leave the store you can tell Sheena is pissed she's giving them those eyes like I confided in you about that and you are bringing it up on camera and now I got to answer to my mom oh hell no Brock so they're outside. They're fighting. I still don't even know if they bought anything. How how shitty is that? How shitty is that? She ruins this store person's perfect. They probably made an appointment so they could be the only ones in there filming. And this store lady's like, uh, and then she's hanging the suits back up, which that's her job. I get it. But buy something at least. I hope they went back and I hope they bought a couple swimsuits. I really do. Lisa is flying graham cracker. Oh, we see Lisa. She's in every damn scene in this episode. She is in every damn scene. We cannot get rid of Lisa for, for, she must know that this must be the last season or something. And she must get paid per scene she's in because she's, she's milking this. Also, she's promoting her new restaurant Wolf in Lake Tahoe. 
if you haven't heard, because we hear about that the entire episode, which I get that's why they're in Lake Tahoe. But she's flying Graham to the lake on her private jet because James said that it was too late to get Graham Kraka his own flight. Um, We didn't need this scene except for we did need this scene because it was everything because it showed Ken Todd just sleeping away like a like an old, old man that he is with his mouth open. Oh, it was it was beautiful. Chef's kiss. We have Tom and Anne discussing the trip. Lala and her mom are discussing the trip. James and Allie are discussing the chip trip. And now we finally get the airport shots of them going on this trip. We are finally at the Lake Tahoe trip. Everyone but Ariana and Katie will be there. We are getting past Scandival. We're getting them all in one location. This is awesome. And under one roof, one house. Yes. All right. First shot of Lake Tahoe. Nevada and Lisa is doing a photo shoot with Oliver who is her wolf restaurant mascot I don't know why a restaurant needs a mascot I don't know why it'd be wolf Uh, wolves are scary as shit if you have never so I kind of live out in the boondocks and one night I was pregnant with I think my oldest and there was one night at like 1 a.m I woke up from a dead sleep and I just had goosebumps all over my body because I heard now I've heard coyotes howl I've heard many other type of animals but I have never heard a wolf pack before in my life and when they have a fresh kill it is the most horrifying sound and it was so it it sounded so close to our house because I woke my husband up I was like what is that and he goes that's a wolf pack I'm like oh my god because i've heard coyotes before and this is different than coyotes it is crazy crazy scary so the fact that she named her restaurant wolf the mascot's a wolf which uh, it is cute it's a cute wolf whoever she's filming with oliver must be a domesticated wolf but why why would you call your restaurant wolf i i just think of hair i'm like that just makes it sound like all the food has hair in it i i don't know it seems like not the best most appetizing name like i like you know like a fire and ice or a or a, I don't know, something like that. Something about heat and yumminess and, I don't know, Pizza Hut. That sounds cozy. Pizza Hut sounds cozy. Wolf sounds like there's going to be hair in my food. Just saying. We then have the Tom's FaceTime Lisa again. Lisa, 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 too much Lisa. And Sandoval says that people were nice to him at the airport. So that was a good thing. And then he actually starts crying with Schwartz about people being kind to him. I don't want to be a Sandoval apologist. I, God, I'm kind of seeing his side a little bit, a little bit. What he did was still really, really shitty. What he did was horrible. But just seeing the aftermath of how shitty everyone was to him, including his castmates, they all were horrible to him. Ariana, I get, but the other ones, yes, yes, he did some shitty things to you guys too. And you guys were all friends and you guys all lied to each other. It's fine, but everyone cheats on each other on this show. Let's let's get real. We are at the Lake Tahoe Rental House, and it is gorgeous. Paradise. I've seen so many of the Real Housewives vacations. This right here is my ideal vacation. A lake house with a deck with just those vi- lake vibes. Yes, please. That over the ocean any day. So since like 99% of the cast isn't drinking, we're getting some non-alcoholic beer. We are getting some regular beer. Rock is in a Speedo. Um, there, you know, you can just tell that Sheena and Brock are no longer in the honeymoon phase. They're starting to nitpick about each other, like nitpick to each other, nag each other. You can just tell like they, they're dry. They're starting to drive each other crazy. 
Brock does give a very sincere apology about the other night. I guarantee she was like, you better apologize on camera for what you said about me and my mom. <laughs> he does apologize for that. And then Brock enters the kitchen and Sandoval are there. They're chatting. Um, James comes in and Sandoval thanks him for being so kind. But then Sandoval brings up a good point. He's like, here's the thing is everyone wants this apology from me, but I also feel like it should go both ways. Like these guys were all on their podcast talking crazy shit about me, bringing up rumors that were never substantiated or never proven. And you can really tell how much money Lala made from the Senate to Daryl merch is just that is the thing that pisses him off the most because you could tell he just never liked Lala to begin with. And then she's the one that did the thing that made the merch that made the most money to get her a down payment on her house. And that pisses him off because honestly, it was him and Rachel's actions that got into this crazy scandal. But yet everyone else profited more than they did. Everyone else got their podcast views up got their merch up it's just crazy 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 again don't want to be a sandoval apologist but he's got some good points he then lets the group know that he is bringing someone over for a guided meditation tomorrow as sort of like a thank you for this trip lisa then comes over again and she brings graham cracker and the whole group is just blown away that graham has been reunited with james found his way back to james is no longer in rachel's custodianship and then Allie and James kind of let him know like hey we actually decided to rename him Hippie because if Ra Raquel can be Rachel why can't Graham be Hippie and they got the name Hippie because I always forget that James was George Michael's godson but I guess that was the dog that he grew up with was George Michael's dog was always around and named Hippie then we have an awesome lake scene where I was just so jealous. They're out there. They're sunbathing on the deck. They're jumping in the water. It's like this whole montage of just fun. Just looks like fun. Back to Tom and Ariana's house. And she is on a FaceTime call with Lucinda, her designer. She's then talking to her designer and she starts talking about her custom design pieces. She's like, hey, I would totally sell the house. But also, like, Tom thinks he's going to get the house and the furniture no, no, no. Tom can have the house with the walls, but I'm going to have all the furniture because why, Ariana, why do you want this furniture? You know that Tom and Rachel probably, you know, did the deed on a few of the pieces anyway. It, it's just if you and Tom picked out all of these pieces together, designed them specifically for this space, like just have him buy the furniture too. like just move on, lady. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, she had her best friend and her partner of over nine and a half years cheat together and that's really disgusting and lie to her face and that's but like i'm with everyone else at this point move on like just sell the house it's got shitty memories there and just if he can afford to buy you out now that's the thing too though is i think she has said before hey he gives me this really crappy offer and lowballing me okay that's also not cool like you guys just need to have someone come in evaluate all the furniture evaluate how much the house costs and if one of you can buy the other one out do it if not put it up for sale and split everything 50 50 or if you know, I, I mean, I understand what Tom is saying, too. He's like, hey, I put a lot of money into this house. So he wants that back. But then she's like, hey, I bought the furniture. I want that. I don't know. It just it is. a. a I feel so bad for the judge because it's a very much a he said, she said, I hope they kept all their receipts. I hope they kept all the receipts of their custom pieces. I hope he kept his receipts of 
him loaning her $90,000 if he supposedly did that. I hope he kept the receipts of their gym renovation, who paid for that, whose checking account did it come. What a mess. What a mess. But I also love it because I love talking about finances. Oh, also Schwartz gets stung by a bee or a wasp. I don't know why we needed that info. And then he puts some whiskey on it or bourbon on it. And then he drinks. The, I don't know. I don't know why we needed that in our storyline. Maybe because it was like, ooh, we're in Lake Tahoe, the great wilderness. No, y'all are not in the great wilderness. You're in Lake Tahoe. And now the gang is checking out Lisa's restaurant. It's bare, It's in its bare wall stage. They then do this thing where she's like, hey, let's whack out a wall. And then you can talk about something that you want to let go of or that you are angry with. And... Everyone kind of does this. Schwartz actually does like, I'm single at 40 and like does the wall and everyone feels kind of bad for him. And then Sandoval grabs this mallet and just starts saying, just starts saying names. He's like, Lala, Scandal, James. It's just like, okay, that's that's not good either. Sandoval, that's not good either. <laughs> Worm with a mustache. <laughs> I giggled. I giggled on that part as I'm giggling now, rethinking about it. They end up uh, at like a drinks, dinner. Lisa's there again. The only good thing about Lisa being there is if you look in the background, Ken is hobbling. Ken needs a walker at this point. I have to, I chuckled at Ken just wobbling in the background too. I just, I love it. I love it. Nothing really exciting happened during, they're just kind of talking back and forth. They're, uh, it's, it's awkward. It just seems awkward. Everyone's awkward. And then Lisa's like, James, say something nice about Sandoval. And it's just stop it, Lisa. Stop it. But also continue because it makes things even weirder. And now that no one's drinking in this freaking group, we need some sort of drama. Come on. And then howl as they cheers. And that sounds nothing like a wolf pack. I'm just going to say it. Nothing like a wolf pack. Do your research, Lisa. Last stop of the night is some sort of tap house. I didn't get the exact name. They order some shots. Well, the two people that are actually drinking and Sandoval and James go for a walk and they actually have a really good talk. Sandoval, you know, says he's sorry. James just says, hey, hey, mate, don't you think that you could have done this so much easier if you just would have manned up, broken up with Ariana, and then you and Raquel could have had a thing. And Sandoval does say, you know, he's sorry. He says it was more complicated than that. Him and Raquel never went into the relationship with bad intentions. Well, he kind of did because you know it was, you know, it was naughty and it was hot because it was naughty and it was hot because it was behind everyone's back, including Ariana's. It's it's gross. You knew people were going to get hurt. And James calls him out on that. He's like, hey, you knew people were going to get hurt from this. He just, James basically just reiterates that out of all of the friends in LA that he made, you know, everyone's, there's backstabbers, it's Hollywood, but he never in a million years thought Sandoval would backstab him. Or if he did, it would, he would be the last person that would ever do it. Uh, James misses the good times and they have a, yet another flashback of friendship. Lots of flashbacks this season so far. Lots of flashbacks. It's black and white and it's them hanging out. They end the conversation with a good chat and walk back to the group and scene. That's it. That was the episode. It was fast. It was furious. We're finally moving on, it feels like. We are finally moving on, and it feels so, so good. Thanks again for listening. Again, just another reminder, Fridays are Vanderpump Rules Season 11 recaps. Tuesdays are Real Housewives of Orange County Season 1 recaps. And we're on Facebook. Join the Facebook group, Fluent and Bravo. I am on TikTok. I am on Instagram, and I promise Fluent and Bravo as well. And I promise that I will get to posting there regularly. So go ahead and follow me on there. 
And that's it. That's all the self-promotion. That's the episode. I liked this episode. I'm glad that we're finally all in a group setting, minus Ariana and Katie. I don't know if they will ever join us. They're like kind of on their own something about her team. But also something about her is never going to open, apparently, ever, which these girls keep doing different things. Like Katie's got her own podcast now and Ariana's starring on Broadway. So who knows if something about her will ever come to fruition. I do know I want to eat one of those damn sandwiches someday because they do look delicious. And who needs a patio? Just just forget the patio and just open up the building. Just forget about it. If people are pooping on there anyway, is it really worth it? Do you really want to eat where you shit or eat where someone else shits? I don't. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.